Well, what to say? It's Monday, the 17th of May, and on Saturday, Israel bombed the Gaza press center, claiming the building housed a research facility for Hamas, which was nonsense. This heinous act affected my friend, Adel Zanun, more than anyone else, I guess. The Gaza press center was Adel's life. It was also actually the next century foundation's Gaza office, gifted us by Adel, who represents us in Gaza and who is an integral part of what we are and what we believe in. My son Samuel worked there in that building and lived nearby with the family of Ali Abu Afash, himself killed not so long ago by an Israeli bomb. He was Samuel, that is, was taught Arabic there by Will Dardo, another lovely man, all gone now, at least gone from that place, gone but not forgotten. I struggled to see the justification of an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth mantra. No God I believe in would ever regard that as justice. It is an aberration and the embodiment of raw, arrant evil. The collective punishment of an entire people for the sins of a few is and always has been wrong. Our brutal punishment of the people of Iran, Syria, Lebanon, Yemen, Gaza does little to ameliorate the sins of the few and causes untold suffering. You remember Dag Hammarskjöld, great man? He said, we must put ourselves in the place of the other if we are to make peace. Let me try and quote him exactly. Dag Hammarskjöld, arguably one of the greatest secretary generals the United Nations has ever known, Swedish diplomat. He said, you can only hope to find a lasting solution to a conflict if you have learned to see the other objectively, but at the same time to experience his difficulties subjectively. Gosh, Gaza. Poor Gaza. I spoke to Adel Zanun, who is uh, incidentally the AFP, Anglo-France Press correspondent in Gaza, also represented ANN, a broadcaster I did some work with once. He's a great man. He's an award-winning journalist. He won perhaps twice, I'm not sure, awards for outstanding work given in the International Media Awards in London, as did Whale Dardo, for goodness sake. Adel's wife, Ola Zanun, worked for us at the NCF, ran our, I mean Adel ran our NCF office, but Ola worked for us. She put together details of casualties journalists killed and, and wounded, you know, that kind of thing for us. We did some work on supporting the families of journalists killed in Gaza at one point. And uh, I spoke to him on Friday. He said, gosh, this is worse than the last war. Not like the last war where strikes from Israel came in one by one. There are lots of rockets from Gaza and there are lots of simultaneous strikes from Israel. It's an atmosphere of war. But he was heartened by the U.S. president sending in a representative. Will that bring peace? Will that bring reconciliation? Why do I care so much about press building? I mean, they gave the journalists concerned there time to run, didn't they? They gave them an hour, maybe an hour and a half's warning. I can't remember exactly. It was one and a half hours warning. So what did Adel actually lose? He, the Gaza press center, he lost 18 computers. I mean, I suppose you could say Israel's taking a leaf out of Britain's book in, in a sense. I mean, we, we've done this kind of thing, haven't we? We bombed in the, in the Balkan war with Serbia and we bombed a media center. 
the Serbian media center. We bombed it. I don't think we gave them any warning, but it's so bad, isn't it? Because you, you're, what you're trying to do is to stop free speech. I mean, the, the, the whole idea that Hamas had. I've spent time in that building. It was our building, ours collectively. There's not Hamas there. That's absolute drivel, an excuse. It's a press building, but anyway many journalists have offices. How can you have Hamas there with all the AP and all the others, Anglo-France Press, Associated Press, all these news agencies there? Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's arrant nonsense. It is a simple lie. Let's be clear. It's a simple lie. However, it's an excuse they wanted to take out the media buildings because if they can suppress news, I guess, it's the objective. I mean, there are plenty of Hamas targets. I dislike the suppression of freedom of speech. I dislike it wherever it occurs, and it occurs so many places, so many times. We all dislike it, surely. All people of integrity, including all Israelis of integrity. I feel a great empathy for Israel and for Israel's existential right to exist. And that, I understand, is threatened when rockets come over in their hundreds, whether it's from Hezbollah or Hamas. I mean, yes, but is this the way to behave in response? Is this the right approach? A word about the Gaza Media Center. Now, it used to be the case that Qatar funded a lot of good work in Gaza. The Emirates have funded good work in Gaza at times. Iran funded Hamas for a while. Of course, Iran, a bit grumpy about Hamas of late. And anyway, the relationship between Hamas and Iran is strained. Where do all those missiles come from? A lot of them are manufactured in Gaza, of course. And others are imported, a lot of imported stuff that's Chinese that comes over from Sudan. Corrupt military officers sort of selling them on and then being smuggled through the Sinai and up and into the tunnels and down to Gaza. I mean, that's how some of this stuff gets to Gaza, but it is irrelevant, really, where it comes from. The um, Gaza Media Center used to be funded by Qatar. It hasn't been for years. It's been scraping by. I mean, I'm not, it, of course, there are media offices, independent media offices like AP and others in that building, but there was the Gaza, Gaza Media Center where the Next Century Foundation had an office. This was, I mean, this was a special place. It was kind of a refuge. It was precious, right at the top of the building. It was precious. And Palestinian journalists worked there. And it really mattered. It hadn't been funded for years by Qatar. Qatar has cut a lot of its funding to Gaza. Why is that? International pressure, I suppose. It wants to be seen as on the right side. I remember we went to Doha and appealed on behalf of the Gaza Media Center to the Doha Media Center, which was the organization that funded it. Not a chance. We went and appealed to the... To the uh, I mean, we, me personally, with my buddy Mark... We went and appealed to the Doha Qatar ambassador to to Gaza. Not a chance. No, Qatar won't fund the Gaza Media Center, so it pulled its money out. Uh, but the Gaza Media Center limped on regardless, and it was Adele's life, I guess. It's a very special place. Did special work. Like I say, my I sent my boy Samuel there when he was a kid he's grown now but when he was a kid just out of university and i uh, i sent him off to damascus first to study arabic for a month then the arab spring and one thing or another and then i sent him down to egypt for a while 
And then I sent him on to Gaza for months. He was there working with Ali Abu Afash and Well Dado and Adel Zanu. He told Adel none of them can speak English to him. Good way to learn Arabic. Nobody spoke a word of English to poor Samuel. And he came out speaking like uh, Gazan. You know, Gazan speaks sort of a Bedouin kind of Arabic. Um, kind of, anyway. Like uh, yeah, Mahabtain Habibi. Uh, Mahabtain. Twice welcome. You know, this is very flowery Arabic. Just just delightful. Uh, and uh, I don't know. I, I, I gather Adel is okay. His family, Ola, is okay. Their kids are okay. I mean, physically okay. You know what's the worst thing that happens to Gaza? Just a little point for you. It's not, it's not the blockade. It's not the bombings. The worst thing I always think anyway that happens to Gaza is the, what do they call them? The sonic booms. I mean, it's like an explosion. They come in. The, the low flying jets, you know, the, the military jets come in. Um, yeah, all around, not just, not just when there's war on. They come in, they fly low and they fly low over Gaza City. So, so Israel's jets. And of course, it's like an explosion when you're, you're, you're standing in a building and the jet comes, boom. It's not like a sonic boom from you normally get, you know, when, I mean, these are low flying supersonic military flights. And, and so the explosion, the shakes, the whole building shakes. Yeah, of course, the Gazans just go on about their business, but not the children. Frightens the children, frightens the little children. They're scared to come out uh, into the playgrounds. Anyway, never mind. Gaza is a lovely place. I mean, Gaza is a lovely place. People in abject poverty are often the most generous and the most kind. And they're particularly kind to strangers. Gaza's totally safe. I mean, Hamas rules it like with an iron fist, you know? You can walk the streets of Gaza in the middle of the night and you'd be safe and sound and nothing to worry about because because you'd be watched, I guess. So, you know, I mean, same applies in a lot of places, I guess. Kurdistan, similar sort of thing. But it's a dear place. I always get irritated by Hamas. They pour away my whiskey when I get to the border. Honestly. But then happens the same sort of thing happens if you go to the Gulf State, mind you. They pour away your whiskey or confiscate it. The Hamas humiliates you. They pour the stuff away right in front of you. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't even. Well, I, anyway, I like... Um, I always take a little whiskey for comfort, hoping that I sneak it through, but I never do. What am I saying? It's it's charming, Gaza. You see, you're a stranger. There are not many strangers. I know there are UN people and so on, aid people, but they stay in their compounds, don't they? So, but uh, people like me, not like the diplomat, we wander the streets, of course. I mean, and and kids will come up to you. I've been there for years, and they come up to you and say, "Hello, William." You don't know who the hell they are, but I mean, they're you'll be remembered because you're such a rarity because nobody goes. I don't go now. I used to. I used to. I used to go a lot. Difficult to get in, of course. Gaza suffers intensely and it's exploded into violence now. Exploded. Horrid, really. Horrid act by Hamas to this random acts of terror. You know, you launch hundreds of rockets against Israel. But don't retaliate in... Oh this way. I mean, it wasn't a random act taking out the Gaza press center, was it? It was deliberate, deliberate, deliberate act. 
from the most shady of motivations. I'm sorry, a profound wrong. Am I just saying this because I love the people there? I don't know. Nobody cares, do they? I mean, yes, the people care in the Middle East and so on, but the governments don't. They don't care. They don't care at all, do they? Arab governments, they're not going to support Gaza. Vata has cancelled the elections because it's frightened of doing badly and then well okay no i yeah it pretends that it's the israeli's fault well it is the israeli's fault they according to abu mazin they wouldn't let um, the elections take place because because why because the israelis wouldn't allow voting to take place in east jerusalem well that's abu mazin's excuse palestinians were looking forward to those elections i mean the cancellation of the elections by abu mazin allowing him to sit pretty come on so old. I'm old, but this he makes me look like a child. No, I don't mind people being old. Look at Biden. He's ancient as the hills. But the point is, if you you have to be have to do something, if you it's not good being. No, I don't mean ageist. Everybody has a right to be president of Palestine at the age of ninety. I don't mind that. But how old is Abdul Mazen anyway? Let me look it up. Okay, I've got it now. He was born in 1935. What does that make him? So he's not 100 yet. He'd be 100 in 2035. And it's, so he'd be 90 in 2025. And it's 2021. So what's that? That's my maths. 19, 2025. So he's what, four years off 90? 86, isn't he? Oh, just a chicken. Go away, Abul Mazin. You're not helping. I suppose it's, we need a new start, really. We need elections in Palestine. We need Bibi Netanyahu to go. There's another election slated in Israel for this year, the way things are going. I don't know. He may be hoping to cement his position with this present splash of violence that's going on. But we need, yes, we need Abu Mazen to go, Bibi Netanyahu to go. We need a fresh start. We need a fresh beginning. We need an end to this current round of violence. Something more than a mere ceasefire. I'm sick of ceasefires. We need actual peace process. Yeah. Come on, guys. Ceasefire would be okay if a condition was allowing the election to go forward. That might be respectable. Guys, this is horrid. This whole situation in Israel and Palestine is horrid enough already. I hate it that they've blown up the Gaza press center and our office with it. Well, I mean, token office. Yeah, yeah we do that kind of thing, you know. I mean, we have um, office gifted in Baghdad by, by a businessman, a dear friend. Walid gifts us an office in uh, Baghdad. And we have in, we used to have an office in Jerusalem gifted by that dear man, Ari Rath, another journalist. Oh, Ari, um, there he died, of course. So we haven't got an office in Jerusalem anymore. Well, I said gifted, it was Ari's home. He gave his home. Adol gave part of his office. Ari's home doesn't exist anymore because Ari died. Adol's office doesn't exist anymore because Israel bombed it. I mean, we just depend on that kind of kindness. People, we've got, in theory, we, our only office in Europe is, is in Italy, which is given us by an ex-intern. Well, actually, by, it's given us by the mayor of a small town south of Naples. Now, what am I talking about? This is irrelevant. We rely on the love of others to keep the Next Century Foundation going, and Adel Zanoun has been our 
anchor man in Gaza and his office, his home from home, has been ripped out from underneath him unjustly and unkindly. And it's wrong. It's profoundly wrong. Acts like that are profoundly wrong. And I am ashamed because because why am I ashamed? Because I support Israel. I care about Israel. I believe in Israel. So I feel a sense of shame when something is done, something of this kind is done in Israel's name. God forgive us. God forgive us all. God bless you.